Justice Warriors, welcome to episode 9 of season 3 titled, What is Really Going On in Dyer County? The last several episodes have consisted of audios I've obtained over the past four years that have influenced my investigation into the murder of Karen Swift and that have proven to Tracy and I that the Dyer County Sheriff's Office could not be trusted. For this episode, I will address one of the biggest mysteries of all, and that is, how can a person go from being so adamant that the sheriff is corrupt and that our persons of interest are the most likely culprits of the crime in question to publicly accusing my assistant and I of lying and shaming other witnesses who are simply saying the same exact thing that she once said to us? Folks, I know for a fact that this person who hides behind the fictitious name Cobra Justice or CJ received a large amount of money to attack us publicly through social media. But I've often contemplated whether there was some other reason for her sudden change in perspective. Was she told to retract her statement and disassociate from us or she would go down with us? like so many other witnesses were. Folks, this wasn't just another witness. This was someone that I cared about, someone I called friend and trusted with a key to my front door. This isn't the first time that I've shared this audio of my first conversation with CJ, but I think it's worth revisiting given recent threats and allegations being directed at Miss Tracy and I. The following audio is my first ever conversation with the person that, as you probably know, has waged war on Miss Tracy and I and has attacked us publicly for the last two years. And I think it's also worth mentioning that at no point prior to her waging this war on us did she ever come to us and say that she had lied or that she was mistaken in her original statements. Needless to say, she's left me wondering what is really going on in Dyer County. Okay, so um, I, I started, um, you know, with these signs and stuff like that, um, trying to get them out and raise awareness and things like that. Yeah. Um, our children went to quite classical. Uh-huh. And so, um, Dana, her children also went to Christ Classical. Okay. Um, I've known Dana since I was about 16 years old. Uh-huh. 
Um, one of my first jobs was McDonald's, and um, oh, so okay. we just we became friends. Yeah, and then she went off to college and all that kind of stuff, and I stayed here and had babies, and then she came back home, and we were always like on a we always spoke to each other, but we were not we'd grown apart, so we were not right. like you know talking like buddies, about yeah, talk. right, yeah, okay, and um, so. Anyways, our children have been in school together for a while, mm-hmm. and then when I started doing the signs, mm-hmm. I was waiting for some contacts, like Kathy Bona, for instance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You would think she'd want a sign. That was supposed to be her best friend. Right. Never heard a word from her. Mm-hmm. Um, all of a sudden, Dana became very... Um, I would say, uh, very friendly with me. Sorry again, I'm sorry. What was that? Dana Dana started Mm -hmm. being very friendly with me. Oh, okay. She started inviting my children to her um, church and vacation Mm -hmm. Bible school and things like that. And then she was, um, you know, wanting me to come and sit with her and her family and Mm -hmm. just odd, really odd things like that. Things mm-hmm. that had never out happened of the blue. before. Right. It never happened mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. And so one time we were at a soccer game. I just come right out and ask her. I was like, you know, I, I heard about a lot of the things that were going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't remember exactly what she said, but I know that it upset her that I said something, and I probably shouldn't have said it because we were at a school function, but... At this point, I was wanting, you just, I don't know, you ask questions sometimes when you shouldn't. And yeah, I mean, um, she, I'm the same way. It's like you just say what you think, say what you feel, and ask what you need to know. And, yeah, I mean, there's, I'm kind of the same way. It's like there's no point in tiptoeing around. I mean, just cut to the chase and, you know, quit with the pleasantries, <laughs> you know. Right, right. And uh, she said that she made the comment that, you know, I had to talk to my dad about this. And, you know, my dad told me to stop that crap, and it's just been this big mess. She got up and immediately left. She wouldn't talk to me about it anymore. Mm-hmm. During that time, all that stuff that was going on, mm-hmm. I know that her brother suffered from a heart attack. Uh-huh. And they, they kept that really hush-hush as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Dina is guilty. I don't know if she's innocent. I don't know who killed Karen. All I know is that that's really weird. Mm-hmm. It's really weird the way that she became. Yeah. Well, well, Bill does she have a bad temper? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But I mean, what do you you know her pretty well? That do you think she? What do you think yes. it's in her character? Do you think that would she would she physically attack somebody? Uh, if she gets mad enough, yes, yeah, she's always had a bad temper. Even in high school, she had a bad temper, and I mm-hmm. think she honestly got that from her dad. Mm-hmm. Because her dad has the worst temper. I mean, that man is scary sometimes. Okay. I can I've, heard, I've heard that. Yeah. Like, this was back years ago, back when I would go to swimming pool parties and stuff like that over at their house. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, her dad it was, was a really bad alcoholic. I mm-hmm. consider an alcoholic. If you drink every day, you're an alcoholic. I don't care if it's two or three, that's an alcoholic to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, back, back then, I was younger, so I really didn't know, but... 
I think that that may have made his temper even worse at times. Mm-hmm. But he always had a bad temper. Mm-hmm. If we were out swimming in the swimming pool and he came home and he was in an ill mood, you're talking about seeing about 10 or 15 kids jump up, grab their stuff, and get ready to leave. Mm-hmm. Because he just yeah, had a bad I read temper. The, he didn't want to be around them. Yeah, I read and I read the article, too, with him and that um, Frank Burnett where he, yeah, he threatened to kill the guy and he wouldn't even testify because he's so scared. Yes. Yeah. And the so, other uh, thing, and this I'm is sure just knows, And I'm sure he knows about us by now, so <laughs> I'm watching my back. Right. Oh, yeah, I know. See, that's why I was asking you. Yeah, I don't want my name out there. I've already been in this before, mm-hmm. and... I, I did. I, I did start getting a little scared. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I was like getting off into waters and things like that that I, I shouldn't be uh, off in. Right. Um, the other thing is, see, I was talking to Jenna Scott, and Jenna mm-hmm. Scott is. This is from what Jenna Scott told me. Jenna mm-hmm. Scott told me that she was like Karen's second mother. Mm-hmm. Um because Karen lived in sight with her a lot and things like that mm-hmm. when she was younger, because from what I understand, Karen didn't have a very good home life. Where was this at, in Missouri? Right. Okay. That would be her, mo- her mom and dad, her biological mm-hmm. mother and dad live in Missouri. Jenna okay. Scott lives in Martin. In where? Martin, Martin, Tennessee. Oh, oh Tennessee. Okay. So okay. I, I talked to Jenna. Mm-hmm. And her, we kind of like met through Facebook and things like that. And she's the one that had the signs printed up. Mm-hmm. And I would go and I would meet her in Union City to get them. Mm-hmm. Well, at the time, we were also going through a um, an election. Mm-hmm. Tidwell and Box. Well, mm-hmm. I was campaigning for Tidwell. Of course, they wanted to mix Karen and Tidwell together. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. Mm-hmm. That's not the way it goes. Uh, Tidwell mm-hmm. is her sheriff, and Karen is the lady that got killed that we're trying to brighten justice to. Mm-hmm. So even in my yard, Heather, I separated them. Like mm-hmm. Karen was on the, left side, on the right side of my yard, and my Tidwell side was on the left side of the yard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People would come by. They would take side pictures. They would say that I had my my seven-year-old kid um, out selling the uh, signs in the middle of the road, just crazy stuff, stuff that just wasn't even true. Mm-hmm. And well, anyway, the election is over with. Pidwell uh, lost, not won. Mm-hmm. Well, at this time, I'm sitting here trying to even fight our local newspaper to mm-hmm. print the truth out. Mm-hmm. Um, Jenna Scott had sent me a letter and told me mm-hmm. what had happened to her. Mm-hmm. on the day she came down to put the signs out. Mm-hmm. Then she wrote me a letter and signed it, and I carried that into the DA's office. Mm-hmm. I also carried that to the Dyer County Sheriff's Department. Mm-hmm. What did it say? If I tell you something that I did, something, if I did something that you're really not supposed to do, can you repeat that? Can I repeat it? Yes. What, I'm sorry, what do you mean? I don't understand. Okay. At the time, I was trying to go and recover her signs, okay? Mm-hmm. Because they would not, they had reported in the paper that they had given her her signs back. And it mm-hmm. was false. It was not mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. They had only, I believe, only one sign had been given back to her, and the other sign was ripped up. 
The other sign they could not find. They could not get a uh, – kept saying that the DA had it, and the DA wouldn't let go of it. So, once again, it was Box going against Bivens, and Bivens going against the Box. Mm-hmm. So, here's the part I wasn't supposed to do, and I'm going to go ahead and tell you this, and I hope and pray that you never tell anybody. Okay. I put a tape recorder on myself. Why is that wrong? In, because I don't think I don't think you're allowed to do that. Isn't that against the law? No. Okay. Well, I get I am so sick and tired of Dyer County officials lying. As long as long as you are a party in the conversation, you can do it all you want. Okay. See, I, I thought that that applied like for everywhere except for like a, a, a you know an official. I didn't know I could have. Record mm, I don't see why I don't see why it would be any different if it's an official. Why would it be? An, I, look, I'm, don't quote me because maybe I'm wrong, but I've recorded many of officials. Well, and, the way uh, I see it, you have to because if you don't, they'll lie. They'll lie on yeah, yeah. And tra- in fact, um, not Tracy, but um, my mentor Sheila Waisaki and Sheila told me. She said, Heather, when you talk to these law enforcement officers, when you talk to these sheriffs, when you talk to these TBI agents, she said, you record everything because they will turn shit on you. And um, and I do. I record everything because I'm not going to have them come back and say I did or said something I didn't do or say. Right. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, okay, so Tennessee is a is a one-party state which means that you can record any conversation that you are a part of. If you are taking part in that conversation, then it's, then there's, you can record it. Okay, well, that's what I did. Okay. Because, like fine. I said, I'm really tired of I mean, they won't like it. it. They, they wouldn't like it. They, they'd fucking, you know, they, they'd certainly be mad. But, um, but I'm, I mean, I would consult with an attorney if, if you're worried about it and ask them because I'm not an attorney, but, um, but as far as I understand, um, you know, they can get fucking pissed off all they want, but they can't do nothing to you. Well, that's good to know. Um, because, like I said, I'm just, this town is just so screwed up. And it's always been like that. I mean, it's just always, we have always had, I think we're a lifetime movie. Like, Lifetime could come down here and they could show all of us and it would be an episode for a million years. Mm-hmm. Um so what, when you went and recorded the conversation, what was it? I mean, was there something well, what, significant about it? No, but I did find it was lying. It was Box. What was he lying about? About having the sign. It oh. never had the sign, never wanted the sign, never wanted anything to do with the sign. Mm-hmm. He never ordered those signs to come down. Mm-hmm. But Box but did. Box reports that the DA ordered him. No, he did not. So it was strictly those. Right. Box wanted those signs down. Box and, all, and all they said and the was about Box, is Box was I mean, out of town. <laughs> yes. Box was out of town the day this happened. Mm-hmm. So what happened is one of his little flunkies called him and said, mm-hmm. hey, we got a problem. We got a lady out here sticking up signs just for parents. Mm-hmm. Well, he first wanted to say, oh, you can't do that because it's private property. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you've got permission property. of the property owners. Right. Okay. Then so you want to say, okay, you can't do it there because 
you're not, it's illegal to put them in that area because the government or the state is owned by the state. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then, Mr. Box, why is your sign there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why can your sign, why can your sign be there, Mr. Box? Yeah. Um, well, I, I, I'm, I'm running for an election. Well, mm-hmm. yes, sir, I understand that, but uh, the law is the law. Whether you're running for an election election or not, you still have to follow the law just like everybody else. Right. Well, he um, jerked up Karen's sign. He confiscated all. He confiscated the sign. Wouldn't let Jenna Scott have the sign back. I believe she recovered one of them out of three. So, um, this is worse than this uh, this is worse than the Crystal Johnson case, it sounds like. Shit. It it is it's awful. It really it really 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 is awful. I mean they got they got police conspiracies like hell down there in um, Bardstown, Kentucky, but it sounds like it's even deeper there in Dyersburg. It's always been like this. Oh, you know uh, I got a call. Well, I called my TBI buddy and I said, hey, uh, I need to talk to somebody. Blah blah blah. But he just retired, so he's like, well, I'm gonna have this. I'm gonna have Agent Tubbs call you. Well, Agent Tubbs called me, and he's this new guy, and um, my friend Joe Walker, he said, um, he said, well, he said, Tubbs is green, he's gung-ho, and he's going to chase down anything you give him. And I said, all right, good, that's what I need. So Tubbs calls me, and then he ends up telling me that, you know, TBI doesn't have, um, hi, TBI doesn't have the case anymore, that they have the missing person's case, but now that it's homicide, they don't have it anymore. So, um, so it's, Strictly, you know, Dyer County Sheriff's Department. And, that's the uh, problem. Yeah, no, I know that's the problem. And see, the TBI will not come in unless they're invited. They have to be invited. They do not have the authority to just come in and take over the case. So um, oh. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm in. Hold on one second. I'm in the restroom, and I got. <laughs> this is where I've gone for, um, you know, peace. So I can talk. So hold okay. on. Okay. 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 So, um, but yeah, anyway, so they can't come in. Like a, pe- a lot of people are like, you know, why haven't the T- why hasn't the TBI come in? And I've heard people say, well, because they were bought off too, blah, blah, blah. They can't. They can't because the, the agency that has the jurisdiction, they have to invite them. And, you know, I mean, why would they do that? You know? Well, that's not going to happen. I know that's not going to happen. And it's the same problem like in, you know, the Crystal Rogers case out in uh, Bardstown. Is that you know it's uh you know the 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 guy that killed her his um brother was um uh, working for the um the police department uh actually I'm not sure if it was the sheriff's department or police department um maybe it's the sheriff's department but anyway and uh and they did end up firing him because he failed his lie detector test and all but um but it goes so much deeper than that, and they can't get nothing done they can't you know these i mean it's like clear as day, you know, who yes. did it, and they won't, nobody will go after them, and they won't call in the KBI or anybody, you know, because it's the cover-up. Huh. Yeah. Oh, that's just like us here. And see, that's yeah. another thing. Um, throughout the, uh, throughout, you know, I pick up a lot of information. Some information may have been true. Some information may not have been true. But right. there was an interesting detail um, that I came across. 
There is supposed to be a deputy that is supposed to have Karen and Jeff Fox on tape, videotape, having sex. Oh. Wait, now, whether that tape exists Karen, or not. Karen and Jeff Fox? Yes. Jesus. Now, I don't know if you know this or not either. You understand that Karen was not just with Bentley and Kathy Bona's husband. She was also with Dina's brother. And okay. there had it had been said there was interactions with Daryl, the father, as well. Uh-huh. From what I'm gathering, I think that Karen got herself wrapped up in something so quickly she didn't know what had happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think you're right, and and I guess the big thing I've kind of been back and forth about because I feel because you know I I almost feel bad about you know okay so like Jenny Gurian who was the last person she spoke with um, she had called her from the um, Halloween party and told her you know that she wasn't having fun she didn't want to be there she was with Bill and Kathy Bona and she felt like a third wheel and yada yada. Um, and then she talked to her and she told her, Karen, well, just go sit at the bar and have a drink and I'm sure you'll know somebody there and you'll have a good time. It'll be all right. And, um, and so, you know, supposedly Karen went and, you know, sat at the bar and just whatever. And, um, and then Jenny gets another message later on Well, Jenny was asleep and there was this message that was like, Jenny, please call me, and exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, you know, like like it was urgent. And she never talked to her again. But um, but when I talked to Jenny, she said that, um, you know, the cops never, she said they, they talked to her once, and it was when, you know, when uh, Karen was missing. And they came by there to see if, see if Karen was there, because a lot of times she would go there and stay the night. And, right. And uh, and, you know, and she wasn't there. So, I mean, that was pretty much the extent of it. And they didn't come back and talk to her again after after they found Karen's body. But when I talked to her, she, you know, she was real hesitant. And she first thing she said, she said, I don't know you. I don't know who you know. And I'm just, she's like, I'm really uneasy about this. I'm, I'm she's, you know, she's like, I'm terrified of these people. And I said, well, I'll tell you this. I said, you can go to my website. You can see who I am. I said, and um, I don't know anybody from there. Uh, never have. <laughs> and I literally just picked up this case, you know, when I talked to her it was a week ago. Now it's like two weeks ago. Um, and I didn't know anything about the case, up, you know, until then when Bert Stacks asked me to look at the autopsy. And um, so, you know, I told her that, and she's like, okay, you know, she's like, all right, I'll talk to you, but just promise me, you know, and I, I said, no, you know, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to release your name publicly, you know, I'm not going to do that. And uh, and she just, she was like, well, she said, listen, um, I ha-, she said, I haven't told anybody this, and, you know, I just, and she was real nervous about saying it, I said, look, I said, here's the thing. She said, well, I just don't want to talk bad about my friend. I said, listen, Jenny, I said, here's the thing right now, is that you can either, you know, paint your friend's reputation a little bit and get justice for her because the truth is out, or you can protect her reputation and let these guys walk with murder, get away with murder. So um, at that point, she said, well, she said two weeks before she went missing, 
we were sitting in my father-in-law's shop in the back of the house, and um, she told me that she she confided in me that she had been doing something that she didn't feel good about, and that she felt like a really good a really bad person. Like, um, and um, she said that, you know, she just said, well, you know, Karen, you're not a bad person, and and then she went on to say, well, I'm just trying to save up enough money to leave with the kids. And go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm, I didn't mean to interrupt you. See, that's the part of it that I don't understand is because I know I heard it through the grapevine, but the person that told me this, he doesn't just, like, come out and just say things for no reason. Bentley Contortimus gave her money for her divorce. Kathy Bona and then gave her some money for her divorce. Oh, I already knew that. Yeah, they gave her $2,000. So there's money that she's that she's having, mm-hmm. but I'm wondering, and this is another thing that I came across. Um, mm-hmm. The nurse's name was Delina Parker. I went what, to school with her. What's her, her name? What's the first name? Delina. Okay. And she doesn't live here anymore, so she may talk to you. Okay. Her name is Delina Parker. Like D E L I N A. No, D is in dog. E L I N A. Delina. Okay. Um, she works for Doctor Yusuf. I was going in and getting some blood work done, and she knew I was doing Karen's bonds and everything. And uh, she said, "This is the weirdest thing." She said, "And mm-hmm. I, I don't understand what she was doing there, down there." She's talking mm-hmm. about Karen. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Well, what are you talking about?" And she said, "Well." My son saw Karen on two different occasions coming out of Jackson Hogshooter's trailer out in Lennox. Well, Jackson Hogshooter is nothing but a meth head. He's he the one is, that, um, isn't he the one that poisoned their dogs? No, that is John Hogshooter, which is the brother. Okay. I'll tell you another little thing in. Back when I told you I was going, when I had my first job at McDonald's, it was mm-hmm. me, Dina, and John Hogshooter. John Hogshooter was in love with Dina. Hmm. In love with her. He would do hmm. anything in this world for her. Hmm. Now. Even poison dogs? Mm-hmm. He would do anything for Dina. Hmm. Daryl used him not only as his cook, but like if he needed something, say something was going on in an apartment complex or a duplex or just, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, mm-hmm. you may see John in the kitchen and the next time you may not see him in the next few minutes because Daryl has needed him for something. Hmm. Um, I know that they came in. The girl, this is a small town, so mm-hmm. Bronwyn, which is John's wife, mm-hmm. happens to be my husband's best friend's sister. Mm-hmm. The best friend back uh, 20 years ago shot himself in the head over drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, he couldn't fight the bottle anymore, and so mm-hmm. he killed himself. Mm-hmm. Well, my husband and the sister remained friends throughout all of you know, that. Right. And so there were so many weird things that happened with John during this time mm-hmm. period. Okay. John was a party man. He was mm-hmm. a womanizer. Anything and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, a little while after this happened with Karen, 
he all of a sudden finds God. And he is a godly man. He wants to do great things and be known now for good things. Didn't they make him leave Dyersburg for poisoning all them dogs? Well, I don't know if they made him leave. Supposedly he left and went to Oklahoma. Well, but to hear him say that he went to Oklahoma, he went to Oklahoma to find his roots because Hog Shooter is part of an Indian. Indian. Uh huh. So him and Brahman loaded up and they took off and they went down there. Okay. This man's not supposed to have any money, but guess what? This man's buying a brand new truck. He's buying a brand new Harley. And mm-hmm. since he doesn't have a place to store the Harley in, he mm-hmm. just rents a storage unit every month to store it in. Hmm. Interesting. Does he have a job? Yeah, he had a factory job. Okay. I, I, I wish I could make that much money working at a factory. Right, right. Um, and I'm, it's really odd, you know, that for a guy that had nothing, yeah, for him to all of a sudden start accumulating things. So they right. stayed in Oklahoma for a while. Well, and things between him and Broman weren't going very well. So Broman leaves and comes back to Tennessee, leaves mm-hmm. John up there in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Well, the next thing you know, a few months later, here comes John. John comes back to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. John does not stay, though. John mm-hmm. only stays maybe maybe two months at the most, mm-hmm. and now they're gone. They're over in Arkansas. Interesting. Ooh, interesting. Really interesting because most I've, I've had a shit ton of hits on my website from Arkansas, and I, I'm sure some of them are Karen's family, but man, oh, man. I mean, it's like it's, it's, it's a wave. It's a way yeah. it's so convoluted. Yeah. Like it's I've had I've had people I've I don't know who they are because all I can see is their IP addresses. Um, but I've had people that are checking my website like three or four times a day. Oh so, yeah. That I'm makes sure you get a lot of <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you're gonna get a lot of attention. Well, I mean, and that's the thing. I, I've had to tell Tracy because we've been through this already with the Bobo case. You know, I am. Um, oh, were you a part of the Bobo case? I was. Um, I, I'm so thankful to you guys. You guys, I'm so thankful to you guys. Well, um, do you remember when, uh, when uh, was it Channel 5, I think, was doing the segments and they got shut down? Yes. That was that was my mentor Sheila Waisaki. That was her. That was her. And, oh um, wow! Yeah, and um, Sheila came in a year and a half in. I've been working the case since the two weeks in, and uh, and I was one of the first people to point at Shane Austin and Jason Autry. And I didn't get Zach Adams and Dylan Adams' names till later, but um, but I had gotten a lead about Shane Austin. Uh, texting someone asking for an alibi and and the person person that told me that said uh well if shane austin is involved and so is jason autry and this person gave me directions to their stomping grounds and i went there and i poked around you know trying to find holly and um anyway we i ended up getting a lot of negative attention from that and i'll tell you what this there was about there was a Grew the little fucking hens out there that just could not stop talking about me, and um, and I'll tell you what they stalked me for five years. 
Oh, my uh, word. Yeah, I filed a lawsuit. I ended up non-suiting, but it was fucking ridiculous. Like, they were threatening me. They were going to, you know, find me. They are going to fucking beat me to death. They are going to, one said, I'm going to put your head in the toilet and shit down your throat. And so, <gasps> yeah, it was fucking bad. But, see, the point of all that is that I've been through this already. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, it makes you, it makes you, your skin a little bit thicker. And um, anytime you make waves, there's going to be adversity. And you just got to watch out for that undertow because that undertow will catch you off guard. <laughs> and when right. I say undertow, I'm talking about people that you think you can trust and you can't. Right. Um, but, you know, I just, I've been through it. I'm, I, I already know, you know, and we all talked about it before we even came out with this. We knew that there was going to be backlash. Um, yeah. But, you know, um, I, told, I, told Tracy, I told Tracy yesterday, I said, listen, though. I said, you got to realize that, yeah, we've got a couple that are getting real nasty with us, but look at how much support we have. Look at how many people that are saying, yes, <laughs> you know, thank God somebody's finally saying it because everybody's been thinking it, you know. Yeah, and everybody is, you know, the ones out here that want the justice for Karen and, you know, or, I mean, for anybody, for any human being, no one should be mm-hmm. done like that. I do not care that you make Whatever the mistakes that you make or choices you make in yeah. your life, that's that's yeah. not you. And that's no, I know. And that's, God. Yeah, you know? and that's what, like, so, you know, they think that, like, you know, digging dirt on me is going to make some doubt unless you're on topics or not. But um, but I told this one person, I, and I don't like this. I don't like to post on topics, you know, and I just, I, like I said, I went through it with the Bobo case, and I used to reply to everybody, and I learned my lesson. Like, the more you feed the trolls, the more they're going to come after you. But, um, yes, like this Q person that's on the yes, topic with yes, Karen. Like, yes. I don't know who this lady is, yeah. but, you know, I swear sometimes when I talk to her, mm-hmm. you know, I, I really think she knows the sales. Probably, or the bonus. But, um, well, and she even said, she even said, I've talked to three of them, and you'll be hearing from their attorneys. So, you know, oh. whatever. Yeah, you didn't catch that one? <laughs> But um, um, it was probably one I don't like to read a lot of her stuff because she's yeah. so stupid. Well, I just kind of like I I I posted one thing and just kind of replied to like five of her messages. Yeah. She said I just said um you know okay so she's like you know oh I saw some pictures and she thinks she's a model and yada 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 and I'm like I'm 41 years old I was a model once upon a time. Um, but I said, you know, if you want to dick dirt on me, go right ahead. I promise you it won't be hard to find, you know. <laughs> uh, I mean, if if you need help, I can help, you know, I'll cut the time in half for you. I'll tell you where to find it, you know. Um, it doesn't matter because whatever I've done in my life doesn't change, doesn't change the fact, doesn't change what happened to Karen or who did it. And That's it, right. You know, it doesn't matter what I did. 10, 15 years ago, you know, if I'm the, if I'm the person that had to bring this, you know, to light and bring the truth out, then, you know, whatever, you know, who cares? So anyway, it is what it is. And, uh, and we kind of expected some backlash and, um, you know, yeah, the, sheriff, you're gonna the, sheriff's get department, sure. the sheriff's department has called me and, uh, and I've talked to, not, not, um, not box, but I've talked to cook. And um, you know, oh, lovely. Yeah, and he he asked me if I needed a if he needed to get a judicial order, you know, for um, my interviews and whatnot. And I told him, I said, no. I said, you know, here's the thing. I said, um, you know, everybody I've talked to is terrified of law enforcement down there. 
you know, and I'm like, my problem is because usually when I work a case like this, I work with law enforcement. But, you know, when the first thing these people are saying to me is, you know, I can't have my name getting out to them because they don't trust, they don't trust you guys, I'm like, what am I supposed to do with that? You know, I'm like, because I need to know that my witnesses are, are going to be safe. You know, you gotta, you know, just, I don't know. It's, it's frustrating because, you know, it kind of, my hands are tied because I'm not law enforcement. And I can't go in and arrest these people. And the people that have direct jurisdiction over this case are the local sheriff's department. So it's my hands are tied because what do I do with this information if the only people that can arrest these people are them who won't, you know what I'm saying? Right, they won't do anything. mm -mm. That's why I suggested. See, when I was in this with Jenna Scott, I kind of got all, I am ADD bad. I jump all over the place. Yeah, Yeah, that's okay. Um, but I do have to jump off here in a minute. I can call you back later. I've just been in here for so long, and I've got people looking at me wanting to know when I'm gonna um, come out. Yes, yes. I've been yeah. I've been in the I've been in a conference room for like well, when I came out of the bathroom because I stood in there forever, and I just it was awkward whenever somebody came in to use the bathroom. So uh, so now I'm standing in a conference room, and everybody's just walking by and looking at me. So. Um. But, I'll tell you this real quick, and then, like I said, you can call me back, and okay. if you want to pick my brain, you're more than welcome yeah. to. Yeah. Um, is it there I feel anything like that I can most, do to help the most this, significant, I will. The most significant thing that you told me is, the most significant thing is that you connected a, the dots between the cells and Hogshooter. That yes. That blows my mind. <laughs> because see, Hogshooter, most people don't know that. Because Hogshooter, Hogshooter was on my suspect list. And I so, think he needs to stay there. Not mm-hmm. necessarily that he was by himself. Mm-hmm. But I think he needs to stay there. Yeah. And I think that if you were, she would be very afraid. She's afraid she's going to, she's afraid something will happen to her, I'm sure. Who's that? Bronwyn. I think she knows a lot more. Who, wait, who? Did you already say this name? Uh-huh. Bronwyn, that's John's wife. Now they got a divorce, but they're back together. Oh, they're just not okay. married. Send me, can you, and I won't tell her I got it from you, but can you send me her contact information and her name? Yeah, I can. Okay, just text it to don't me. Don't say um, who you are, uh, no, I'll, I'll send okay. that to you. I won't. I appreciate um, it. The other thing is, is that when I was doing these signs and everything with Jenna Scott, mm-hmm. um, my mother at the time, I just lost my mother back in September, but. Mm-hmm. Back during that time, my mother was having some struggles, and mm-hmm. I was really torn and to having to take care of my mother and do these signs and take care of all of the backlash that I was getting from that. Mm-hmm. And so for a little bit, I just kind of stepped away. Mm-hmm. Well, the next thing I know is Jenna Scott is saying that I basically did it for uh, the publicity for Tidwell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is not true. Then I right. noticed on her friends list that she became a, had a new friend. His name is Bill Valentine, mm-hmm. which just so happens to be Dana Sells' best guy friend. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. And she was saying, like, well, you know, you said you were going to try to be a billboard. Well, the person I mm-hmm. talked to said that you wouldn't have wouldn't even know anybody that could do anything like that. Right. Well, she That's seems to be, the funny thing is that everything points back to her. She seems to be at the center of it all. 
Um, so that's I, I can't ignore that, you know. And right. it's, like I, it's like I said in that you know post that I put on on topic, you know, it's like okay, you know, if I'm wrong about all this, I'll be the first to admit it. But I'm not going to accept that I'm wrong until it's really been investigated. And I don't mean knock on some doors and say, hey, is this true? And then when they say no, go, okay, bye. You know, like, no, investigate this shit. Get phone records. Get, um, you know, financial do records. Do your job. Yeah. Fucking get job. search warrants. Get search warrants and do some shit, you know? Right. So, it's anyway. It's done because it's being tied talking right. about what's right. going on. Right. Now, I've got a few other names that you might want to talk to. Text, just Jim text me, text me Warner. the names and text me, text me names and text me phone numbers. And, uh, and I won't tell them you gave them to me, but just text it to me, okay? Cause I, I, I do have to go. <laughs> okay, alright. But, uh, but will you, will you text it to me real quick when, as soon yeah. as we hang up? Okay. Yeah, and when I get, well. when I get done together. here, I will start, I'll make calls. Okay. Alright, thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Good luck. Bye. Thank Be you. Safe. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Folks. I just want to say that I have absolutely respected anyone else's opinion, anyone else's theory, even if it doesn't match with mine. And if this person, if if CJ had ever come to me and said, you know, I'm beginning to think maybe I was wrong. I'm beginning to think that maybe it's David that actually killed his wife and that the people I previously pointed at are innocent. I would have appreciated her input. And if she came across some information that actually implicated David, she should have shared that with us because we were a team and we would not have rejected that information outright ever doesn't mean that I would have automatically changed my perspective. But everyone is welcome to their own theories and opinions on this very public matter that is worth discussing and sharing opinions on. As most of you probably know, my good friend Bert Staggs happens to believe that David Swift is the person that killed his wife in this case. We disagree, but we have respectfully disagreed and we have healthy debates and I have my arguments and he has his, and that is okay because in a world of free speech and in a world where we are all encouraged to have our own opinions and ideas, to have a mind of our own, that is healthy and that is okay. So there was no reason whatsoever for her to do what she did. And for her to now be publicly attacking us the way that she is. Stay tuned for episode nine of season three of what is really going on in Dyer County.
the light of truth to bring justice to the restless souls whose lives were lost to their hands. Rise up against the evildoers of this world so that their souls may have peace.